It is the podcast, Daily Dollar Short, but we are. <laughs> we did go to the beach. It was okay. You know that I am not the traveling twin. I am the twin at home. But home Heather by. said, "Let's go to the beach," we, and I said, "Say no more." A twin trip. That's hard to say. A twin trip. Twin, twin trip. trip. Twin, twin, twin trip. Twin trip. Twin trip. Twin trip. Twin trip. <laughs> I would leave with someone. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we are back, and it is Thursday. So it's not you. It's not your calendar. It wasn't Mother's Day that took a day. Oh no, Mother's Day is coming. Yeah. Easter was a crazy one. Yes. Okay. So Easter. this is the. Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. Corey, what are people in for? If you are just hearing us for the first time, welcome. This is a podcast that's a spinoff from a Facebook group on Facebook. Wow, that's yeah, where know, those Facebook groups are on Facebook. <laughs> Who would have guessed? It's called Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. And in there, there's tons of content that happens each and every day. Sometimes so much content's going through that group that you miss some important business growth opportunities, um, like some awesome post or someone learning something new. So we decided to take some of it to the podcast so you guys can listen to it while you're baking, while you're driving the kids to and from school, while you're walking the dog, things like that. And that is how you got to Baking It Down. So if you are not in the group, we invite you to join the group. And on the entrance questions, just make sure you answer them. And where you found us, just say podcast. And I instantly let you in because I feel like I need to apologize for you having to say See, Open says the name of the group is podcast. And a lot of people put podcast. <laughs> There's a podcast? There's a podcast. <laughs> so today we are going to actually have a funny treat. Have you guys ever seen celebrities reading mean tweets about themselves? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is the man Corey wants to marry. Sorry, Nate, your husband. <laughs> I love Nate, but I love Henry Cavill. <laughs> He's the guy who plays Superman. Yes. Right. So I thought it would be kind of funny, not because I disagree with the bad reviews, but I also think the bad reviews for the podcast have a place. They and I think that places on today's help podcast. Help you grow. <laughs> okay, so Heather, actually, we but we did to, Heather, to challenge us. To, I've created a swear jar. I don't swear. Of giggling. I do Google. Which apparently is our biggest fault here on the podcast, which you'll hear in these uh, Corey reading mean reviews about the podcast. They're not, not mean. mean. They're, They're probably, probably founded, founded in, in truth. But if you giggle, you put a... Why do I only have four quarters? You have I'm four chances a little to bit more. <laughs> Don't. What? No, we had to. Yeah. You were still telling me the rules. Okay. 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 You can't be offended by it. Not going to be. They're probably accurate. They're went that. I just went. There's I, also many five star reviews, which we're not focusing bazillion, on, which is a bummer. Absolutely, one thousand percent. But nobody wants us here to read how awesome we are. We'll spend a whole other podcast just right. <laughs> but like, let me know which one. If I you like listen. this podcast and you don't mind the giggling, leave us a five star review on Apple. <laughs> if you don't like the podcast and do mind the giggling, please do not leave a review anywhere. You <laughs> could email us at hello at sugar cookie marketing and complain. Like, go straight to Heather. <laughs> oh. All right. I only have three quarters though. Sorry. One's actually a nickel. Come on. Okay. Review number one is a three-star review. Not horrendous. Probably accurate, frankly. Probably accurate. I I appreciate whoever you are. I appreciate five-star reviews too. Okay. (laughs) Bring back the good content is the subject line of this bad boy. When this podcast first started, it was so helpful and full of great information. However... It has recently turned into mostly giggling and inside jokes, which can be painful to listen to. I agree. To get to the good content. I agree. I'm hoping I agree. there's a course correction uh-huh. and to make it valuable again. Because listening through all the chatter and giggles is starting to Ironic- not be worth the return. Ironically, there is a course correction. It's actually a course 
called The Cookie College, where there's a private podcast, and it's only It's me. only Heather. She it's can't only, laugh by herself, man. None of my jokes are funny enough to make me laugh, so there is exclusively no so laughter. if you would like no laughter podcast, sign up for The Cookie College, because it's free with your membership. But only the people in the college can access it. It is in the college membership platform. Okay, you're right. There is a lot of giggling. I will say, just just to defend myself, I have not had professional podcast training I just had a credit card and an Amazon account. Dangerous. We've seen that what co- comes from you, Amazon, credit cards, and prop fridges. Yeah. This podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a giggle. Oh. <laughs> Let me just get it out. So it cost me a quarter. <laughs> okay. Four stars. I'm not mad about it. This is probably the most accurate rating for us. We're not a five-star. No, we're not a five-star podcast. There's too many giggles and, frankly, inside jokes. And and we don't know how to pronounce words very good. And we talk really fast. Oh, we do Yeah, we do. We really do. But you get a lot of information in a short amount of time. But it's mostly giggles and inside jokes. (laughs) But you really get to the good information super fast. (laughs) That you hate. Good info is the subject line. Okay, okay, okay. I love that the info that the podcast provides, but I can do without the small talk. The twins have inside jokes that no one gets and their own conversations going on in between the good stuff. I'm more of a get to the good stuff type listener, but thank you so much for the good stuff. Hey, I like it. Glass half full or is your glass half empty? To my defense, I've known her for oh my God, 33 so years. Yeah. We have so many inside jokes, but so I feel funny. like I try to make them outside jokes. People probably like they're lame, so just keep them inside. True. I guess if you have so many inside jokes, at some point you forget they're inside jokes. Mm. It's mostly when Heather pronounces something incorrectly. Yeah. Those, you I went in high school. In high school, yeah. And the teacher said boon doogie instead of dune buggy. Okay, this and is a free. I, <laughs> I honestly, I could not. You know when you're but like, if I, only I think this is funny, it's fine. And, and I see in the room, locked eyes with Corey, and she's doing the same, like, if only I think this is funny, it's fine. But we're both oh, just tears. Just, and then the teacher's like, shaking. do you have something you want to share with the classroom? And I couldn't even get the words out. I couldn't out. even say it. You know, like, when you mispronounce and you don't hear it because your brain is like, yeah, that's fine. He was going to send, send this to the principal's office, but he was the principal. <laughs> Boom, <Dickie. laughs> Okay, that was a free pass okay. for both of us. Two stars. Oh. Subject line, wonderful. Oh. Wow, that, that this is like a wild ride. This is I'm gonna on a take roller you, coaster. Get of ready. Emotion. Get ready. You're still going okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. Very informative. Okay. Very informative and fun to listen to. End. End of end of that's, review. That's the kind of person I want to be in my life. You just don't know what you're gonna get. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get a two star? Are you gonna get a hey, wonderful easy to listen to? My mind thinks they accidentally click the the two star there, and they meant five. We can pretend that that one star was for you. And what? One star was, yep. And we're the two best stars, but they had to give us each one, so we got two stars. That's not present. Okay. Okay. This is not a good one. It's not a two-star, wonderful, best thing I've ever heard in my life. Unfortunately, (laughs) it's a one star. Okay. Subject line. Okay. A little cringy. You know what? Your son. You know what? Said I was cringy the other day. You are. I know, I know I am. See, that's the thing. You can't hurt somebody who already knows it. And, I am. And you are. I am and cringe. I can confirm she is. I am. Okay, so this was written for you. Queso. Queso. A little cringy. There's some good marketing info sandwiched between lots of cringy that content. That is literally who I am as a person. Good marketing info sandwiched between cringe content. 10 of 10, whoever you are I out there. I think the landing. I think that is the most accurate review of not only the podcast, but my life. But if you give us a, like a four star, we could truly work with it. One star uh, just feels like That was a little mind. harsh. Like maybe like come up, maybe two star, wonderful, best thing I've ever heard was a little bit more. Okay. But that was good. You were sandwiched are with we, a really we like good. Are we like good with these or are there more? There's, there, I think 
There's definitely a four star you right all, here. You star. all are. But got some great again, feedback. I want to say there's tons of five stars that I'm scrolling by. Okay. Nobody reads great reviews no, about those. I'm just scrolling straight by. Okay. Aww. People are going to leave us a one star, so we'll read it, but then it'll be nice. Please don't. Don't. Yeah, please. We're not doing this ever again. Okay. Love it. Love it. This is four-star love it. It's probably fair. I binged to catch up and even went back to re-listen to some of the early episodes so I could take notes. Okay. There's a lot of people out there that think like five-star is like you got to be spectacular. And we're not. We're a four-star We're group. a four-star through and through. True and true. You're not. You're not wrong. Okay. We do have. Ooh. ooh. We're standing with space and bay wind. Okay. We have a three-star. That's bad. Not bad. Okay. Actually, I have to expand it. There was a lot of words. Oh. Good content, but difficult to listen to. Fair enough. I do find myself difficult to listen to as well. I find Heather difficult as well. I think Heather and Corey are brilliant, and I really enjoy their content. But this listening- is a bad review? Oh, there's a bad. Yeah. But listening to their podcast is difficult. There's a lot of giggling. It seems like every other sentence. And while you I appreciate what? their twin bond. True. I feel like I should give one yeah. to that. Mm. It's really hard to focus on the content with all that laughing. Again, I really enjoy their content, and I just don't know if podcasts are their medium. Huh. It's not. It, it was not. an Amazon account and a credit card. I think I'm best left as a text. On red. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> well, aren't you out of money almost? I have one last one. Okay, hold on talk, because I actually exited out of it, and I have to scroll by all the five-star reviews to get to the, the – the few. Isn't this great? I think this is great. I think you find your ground. Keeps you grounded. It keeps you grounded. Okay, last. Nothing's going to my head. I want you guys to know if that this was your goal. The last graphic. review. It's definitely not going to go to your head. Okay. It's a one starry. Oh, one star. Subject line. Are we one star though? I feel. I feel. A Apparently, yes, with this one. Disappointing is the subject line. Hmm. Taking me back to high school. Okay, I'm ready. My grades were disappointing. Don't laugh. This podcast is honestly hard to get through. I've had other business trainings, and I'll stick to those instead. I was hoping the pod that would be better than the Facebook group, but I couldn't get through the episodes. Okay, well, that, you know what? Group people, you're part of that bad review, too. I guess I just don't get the hype. Shrug emoji. Shrug emoji. Ambiguous, yet poignant. Dearest feelings, I know you're in the corner and you're hurt. Please for turn soon. I'm just kidding. This is yes. such a blast. Thousand percent. And I agree. I think we talk way too fast. No one referenced that. Sorry, I was looking at this house. Corey. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's because you said my name and I felt very awkward. I feel like I had to do well, something. Then you gotta power through it. There's no more laugh tracks on I might the pod. Still like my back out. Okay, so this okay, so oh, that's probably we're gonna get a queso batter of you. Yeah. You okay. So. <laughs> we appreciate each person who listens to us. The The thing with this podcast is it's something that I wanted to have because I love listening to Wait, podcasts. Ain't nobody wants you to defend it. They, there's a billion five stars. Give me this a five is, star review. Give you Henry Cavill and tell you to shut up. Henry Cavill and me want five star review. Okay, welcome to the podcast. So we wanted to jump into marketing minutes. I want to talk about a buzzword that I think we use a lot. But I would like to delve into you exactly what it, it means. Often. Yeah, it's a great it's a great terminology. Evergreen content. Okay. And just can I just say from me just hearing that. I'm Only gonna just tell you, you what my slower first. with no inside jokes and no giggling, okay? okay? I'm gonna tell you my first impression of what evergreen content means to me, just hearing okay. it for the first time. So you're layman's terms. Yes. You're, you're not just layman's terms. You're just hearing the, it Joe Schmo yes. feedback. Evergreen always. Yeah. Content. Content. Always content. Content well, that always lasts. That's what evergreen content means. I thought you were going to give me a bad, a bad, like the inaccurate. Mm-mm. 
two star on your feedback right there. Wonderful to listen to. Hated the whole thing. Great content, though. <laughs> Evergreen content is right. It was what Corey's saying. It's content that has no expiration date, and it is my favorite type of content to pad social profiles with. True. Okay, so. Okay, so. Oh. That, in theory, sounds amazing. Yeah. Okay, but. But. As a baker myself, I feel like I'm constantly getting better at techniques, at decorating. True. True. So how could, I don't necessarily want to use what I created years ago now because I feel like I've gotten better. So how can I make that content last forever? What kind of content is evergreen? Evergreen content that I like. And there's a couple different content buckets we can pull from for this. I really like, and if you have a website that has a blog feature, that's a great way to produce evergreen content that you can continue to share. Okay, a lot of websites don't have blogs on them, but blogs are awesome when it comes to marketing, when it comes to creating valuable content for your end user. A lot of times our... Here's the thing. I know a lot of people hear blogs and they're like, nobody wants to know about my life. But... Think of it this way. This blogs are different than what they used to be. Blogs when kind of were at their advent on, you know, Blogger, uh-huh. Blogspot, was like, hey, I'm going to write about my life. Blogs today are to create content that drives clicks. So what would get somebody I got to click one. on something? If I was going to be a vendor at a local market and I wrote about, hey, what to expect, what to bring with you. Oh, yeah. What to bring absolutely. when you're going to a local market. Yeah. So I might be at that market as a vendor myself. But if you were just a Joe Schmo who was like, hey, I'm going to go to our market and I happen to live in Burke, Virginia, I'd like to know what I should bring, that content, Corey could post it in May and she could post it all the way to June. So while it may not be evergreen because we don't have year-round markets. We do in where I live. Oh. We have one. And and you can see when I drive by on Sundays, like you don't have to, you don't, you're not required to show up all year, but so there'll be like four. And then as the weather gets better, there'll be like six vendors. And then the next eight vendors. So really then, now that moves that blog post, what to bring to an all year round market, what to expect yeah. as an evergreen piece of content, meaning that Corey can post it in January and she can post it in July. And people in our area who live next to this apparently elusive all year round market yeah. can read that content and it resonates at any time. It is evergreen. And when I was searching for um, what to expect when I went to this market for the first time, and if you go back a few podcast episodes, it's the one where I talk about what to expect at a farmer's market. That's Probably the, one, the that Tuesday one, frankly. That one, honestly, frankly. a lot of people had very much value in that. One that star. was just a to- like so much Best value thing I've ever heard there. of one star. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Um, that's what we talked about, that farmer's market. But when I was looking to go to this farmer's market, I, I like to research things before I go. I want to know what the parking situation is like. Because yes. I need to know, is it pay to park? Is it parallel parking? Because then I'm not going to, I'm going to drive right by. <laughs> so let's talk about the bakers. When they're hearing evergreen blog content, they're like, okay, yeah, but I don't do markets. You know what we can do? Your grandma's recipe, your grandma's drop cookie recipe. Write up the recipe, the description, how to cook it, a backstory of why you love it. If you have, uh, you know, if you've been to a recipe place online, yeah, you got to have a little bit of. But that is evergreen content. You can post it anytime, and someone can make that drop cookie or a a basic sugar cookie. So evergreen content, and then you can post that to your Instagram or to your Facebook Facebook page page. and drive them to your website, where hopefully your order marketing is. Imagine if yes. you said, okay, I want to start email marketing because the twins talk about it in their two-star podcast. And you say, well, I don't want to sit there and I don't have time every day to sit down and write this, you know, email. Yeah. Let's say you decide I'm going to send one email a month, which is far better than most people do, myself included. True. One email a month, that means 12 emails in the year. Okay. That is evergreen got content. It. Got it. it. Got it. So I could almost build out my sequence right now. 
and have it ready to go ready for the rest roll. of your with evergreen content. So let's go back and take evergreen content back to the Facebook feed. Okay, I'm on this ride with you. Photography tips for us. That would be an for us, us is definitely photography tips because don't I expire. Apply to my target audience can be posted any time of the year. Absolutely, thousand now, percent. Could you drill down evergreen content? Have holiday themed yes it's less evergreen but now you can post it in only certain times of year but it can be posted any year in more valuable for those times yes so you're going to sacrifice the true evergreenness the 365 daysness for something that applies very specifically Mm -hmm. right then and it is a fair trade-off as long as you have that strategy behind you other evergreen content is throwback thursdays where you feature a bake you already done it doesn't expire i'm just going to give one tip because i talked about this Mm -hmm. at the beach with heather a lot of times in your – this has nothing to do with evergreen content. Okay. Okay. But a lot of times – Two stars. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. In our marketing, um, when we showcase a an old thing from for Throwback Thursday, a lot of folks will use the first line of their copy to say, reposting this for Throwback Thursday. That is the most valuable line in your copy. That is the hook. When people post that in their copy, I kind of tune out. I don't click the see more. You didn't, you didn't grab me with that line. I'm just like, oh, it's an old photo. And I know sometimes in your mind, but people will know. I've already made this. No, I don't know. I'm so obsessed with my own feed. I don't know what you posted uh-huh. one year ago. I want to say, yeah, like if you're worried about evergreen content, because like I've already posted this. Someone's seen it. Mm-hmm. They not. Only about 2% of I don't audience. remember what I had for lunch yesterday. So I do not remember your old post. I don't. You know, it is crazy. What? And I love the Facebook group to death. But I spend a lot of time writing these fireside chats for form of long form content. Yes, yes. And they're great. And at the time, they probably reached around 2,000 members of a 33,000-member group. So you know what I do? Every couple months, I'll go back and grab that long-form content, and I'll, re- I'll repost it. Call Why? Her, because Call it, her out in it the works. And I know some of you are like, I've read this before. And you know what? I appreciate that. But that is evergreen content for me because it applies January. It applies And it's ending in up February. in feeds of different people. Mm-hmm. Could you have possibly seen it twice? Absolutely. Anytime Heather does anything online, it shows up in my feed. Hello. And everybody's like, I love Heather. Hello. And then I like delete the app. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm out of quotas. I'm Quite. paying for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll yeah. leave you a five star review. Thanks. Oh, it's really hard. That was, that I find was this annoying as well. Guys, we are, we are, God, if you would have been with us in high school, you would have been like, doomed. There's so annoying. Don't get me when I got no money. Okay, so back to evergreen content as we think about it in the newsfeed and why I call it great padding content. With the Throwback Thursday, can I just give one cool thing I saw someone doing? You're just giving us some random tips here. Take us down this roller coaster. Someone, every time they remake an old bake, so they have their maybe first year content where they made, I saw specifically she had a toucan cookie that she had made, but she remade a new set oh, with I saw a toucan. That. And she's, that was a fantastic throwback. So she married the pictures together as a collage. Love it. And then that was her throwback. And I totally ate that up. I thought, oh my gosh, it came so far. Did you see my, my caption? Two can do it. That's hilarious. Yeah, don't yeah. laugh at it. You know, I'm not. I'm not no I am not funny. Don't I am it. only value added 100% of the time, all five stars. Evergreen padding content. Do you understand what I mean when I say pad content? No. So I like to work on the theory that perhaps maybe I won't have time later. So I'll create padded content, content that at least something's going up, even if I'm not okay. there. 
So I'll take my evergreen content and I'll repurpose it. If it, you know, if every Thursday I do just a bake feature, mm-hmm. right? So on Thursdays, I know that even if I don't log on to Facebook and I don't have anything to post and I got too busy, something's still going up. Mm-hmm. Me, Mondays is a great day. That's you what can, I do. You know, that is a great way to schedule out evergreen padded content because memes don't, you know, memes do have an expiration date, but most of them are pretty. I did a one that said, like, can't wait for long nights on the patio outside. And then it said 320. Nine mosquitoes like your book. Perfect. It's going to perform well in spring, definitely. And definitely it's going to do here. amazingly in summer. So that's kind of that evergreen padded content. So I know that if I at least post three times a week, schedule the post out using mm-hmm. Facebook's free planner. Yeah. I'll know that my padded evergreen content is going to keep me going even if I'm not there. And you can add to that padded content Absolutely. that she's talking about. So um, here, uh, I want to say it was last summer, we had the big cicada fiasco. Growth. Yeah. So if resurgence? you yeah resurgence, so we were all waiting on like pins and needles for the first ones to pop up. So when they popped up, people were like taking pictures, and that you can throw that in the midst because it's relevant to the time. So you have it's something- not evergreen because these guys are gone for Absolutely. seventeen years, but it works really well right there. So Corey may have a meme scheduled go up on Mondays. On Tuesdays, checks back into Facebook and posts actual content that isn't evergreen. So we got you know cicada mm-hmm. memes and cookies and stuff like that. And then on Thursday, she knows that even if I don't get there because I have this order. I could fulfill. I've got my evergreen content. So you can have evergreen blog posts. You can have evergreen photos. You can have evergreen memes. You can have evergreen. Okay, uh, here's a here's a great one. Okay, past reviews. Yeah, great one because that is social proof that you are good enough for someone to take time out of the day and leave a two star review on your podcast. Yeah, so we will showcase (laughs) you. Um, This someone and the name uh, just escapes me right now had asked, how do I showcase reviews? And she got an awesome tip. And I actually see it because she uses it under the hashtag sugar cookie marketing on Instagram. And she has taken her review and overlaid it onto one of her baking photos. It is so eye catching for me. Because it's surrounded by whatever bake she had done. And then you just read the review in the center. And nice. it's never like a so long review where you're like, too much, too many words, I'm not going to write it. It's just like something short and sweet. Like, But that is her evergreen content because she could always use that throughout the year. Reviews are always in season. So when you think of evergreen content, ask yourself, you know, I know some of the cookies you guys bake are a little bit more themed. They are. Yes. But there's absolutely. evergreen content like mermaids and unicorns. Mm-hmm. That can go up any time of the year. And then you can also make, you know, maybe seasonal evergreen content. My Christmas ba- bucket and my Valentine's Day bucket. And, yes, as your skills are changing, that stuff will kind of need a refresh or something. But you'll have to, you'll have these buckets ready to go so that if and when you run out of time, which we always have yeah. more day, not more work, less day, then you'll be able to be like, hey, I've got my evergreen content going up. I'm good. I'm not just – because you, you'll see that, like, you'll be like, huh, that's business hasn't posted in, like, seven months. And then yeah. we, like, got really busy. I'm sure you did, but yeah. you abandoned all that hard work you did to create this really nice engagement page. People don't know this. But I try to aim for a healthy three posts a week. I, I think don't, it's a safe bet. Yeah, I don't want to overexhaust my audience, and that creates something in the industry that's called audience fatigue. Um, and it can lower your engagement rate. It can lower your audience activity. People can hide you from the feed. So we don't want that. So three posts a week from a business is, is to me, perfect. And I think Facebook has given us – Facebook and Instagram and TikTok have yeah. given us options to still be – 
you can be more active, but you have different places to post between a story and oh, a yeah, reel. Absolutely. And, and you can you go know. to town on stories. It disappears after 24 hours. If you love that story a lot, you can add it to your highlights on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But if I'm baking for, let's just say Easter was this past weekend, um, and I've made more sets um, and took more photos than I have made for posts. So let's say if I posted three times last week, but I actually technically had five photos I could post. Mm-hmm. I use those two photos next year. And I'm ready to go. I'm first to market because I have those two ready to roll. A lot of folks will be like, I have this content. I'm just going to post five times today. But but we want to work smarter, not harder. Because if I'm posting five times just to get my bakes in front of people, just to get it out of the way because Easter's ending, I could create audience fatigue or I could save those and maybe have them ready to go next year, ready to and roll. And take that bake and... And really just drag out all of the juicy content I can provide from a reel, a story, your face talking about them. I know I hate them. TikTok, man. TikTok. And then a feed post, a feed video. They're just all different types of algorithms where you can make this evergreen content really squeeze out some juice for you. Mm -hmm. I just have to, for TikTok, I really have enjoyed. I've never seen someone's like TikTok. TikTok. Don't laugh at it. Two stories. Okay, for TikTok, if you have not followed Tanya Clowers, and she is on TikTok with South Street Cookies, she has a great way that she has been able to give value um, in her TikToks, and I find myself watching them because mm. she is it's a decorating video, but she's speaking. She's a voiceovering like a tip or something that she learned or something that she's adding to her menu, and um, she's just done fantastic. She's almost at 100,000. Uh, TikTok followers. So if you want to check her out, you will not be disappointed. Okay. Yeah, she always okay. has tips, and then she tells you like her icing consistencies, and then maybe she'll scrape a cookie. She'll tell you why. I don't know okay. I enjoy her stuff. Check like her. It. Check so her out. That's my thing for evergreen content. So my challenge to you, if you guys like the challenges, is to focus on the content that you see resonates well with your audience. Yes. Can be posted all year round, and then really start to if you don't have it develop that content and if you do have it really kind of strategize having it go out there you can create evergreen content in email newsletters in different marketing campaigns in different you know promotional campaigns Mm -hmm. and then holidays and then you can use that evergreen content if you're organized Mm -hmm. uh, to really just do some of the hard heavy lifting for you like because it's hard it is I always say like you thought you were going to run a business and do the thing but you do every (laughs) other thing and barely the thing and if you're new to business which I know a lot of people have started in the last few months you're building that evergreen content, and that's tough. You don't yeah. you don't get a borrow from last yeah. year's. Um, so it's a lot of it is a lot of upfront work. But you'll see as you enter year two, the second year cycle in your business, you're able to grab from that evergreen content that you posted last year and repost things. If something did well last year, it will do well this year. Obviously not cicadas because it'll be another 17 years. But you can get more bang for the buck when you grab something from the past that's done well. Um, And it's, it's little to no effort. And I promise you, if I don't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, your people aren't going to remember what you posted last year. And if they do, hey, I hope they comment and be like, oh, I remember this from last year. It was awesome because that's engagement. That's all we care about at the end of the day. Um, So work smarter not harder. Amen. Amen. The, the the anthem of the lazies, of which I am a long-term lifetime I member. am their mascot, to be quite honest. I like it. So, yeah, focus on your evergreen content. You'll see that. Uh, look at the Facebook page for Sugar Cookie Marketing. On Thursdays, I throw back to a podcast. Say, hey, check out this podcast, yes. right? But, hey, 
What if I didn't know there was a podcast back then? What if I wasn't doing farmer's markets way back when we talked about it, but I'm doing that? Huh? Did you say butt hay? (laughs) 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 This is what they're talking about. I'm sorry if you deserve that one. But hey. Okay. Moving. Some kid is going to just laugh. It's your kid. You're my child. Okay. Moving along. We actually have some really cool um, Facebook lives. I know I'm going out of order, but I wanted to pull these up because they're pretty nifty. Give me some background talk while it loads. Mm. Oh, yeah. This is what I wanted to talk about. The the new, the challenge, the uh, collab. Are we at that part of the group? Or no, the, I don't know. I have yet? no idea what order we're going. What comes up next? It's Oh, the cookie college. The cookie college. Oh, what oh wait. Today yes. is the spring bake. Yes. Okay. Today is the spring bake and the cookie college. I know we've talked about it, but today we have it was given like, away. It was, it's spring break for bakers is called spring break. Bake. The pun is very intended. It all hinges on the pun. It does. And Heather did, I'm going to say Heather did 100% of the work. <laughs> I think I did, actually. But I gave plan what to give away with you. Yeah, so actually, what do we have in this list? Let me pull it up. So I'll explain it. Okay. Today in the spring bake, all you had to do was be a member, a current member of the Cookie College. What so is the Cookie College? The Cookie College is the course that me and Heather put together. I swear there's no laughing in there. Just kidding. There's a little bit of laughing in the group. Um, but you get 60, I think we're 65 plus courses now. We're always adding to them. You get access to a private Facebook group, which is one of the things that people actually enjoy the most, which I think is great. You get your own private podcast. Heather's just doing it. So no giggles there. And then you get freebie photos, which are just photos. Photo, so I'm never laughing there. All that for $68 a month. And that is what the Cookie College is. And in the Cookie College, we said, hey, wouldn't it be fun to give these folks a spring bake? Because you guys have been baking all of Easter, and I know you're tired. So we said, let's do spring break in the Cookie College. And Heather put together a fantastic day of giveaways. And the giveaways were so much fun. We have an A-Core backer. It's one of her new ones, which was what? The Rose Marble. Did you choose? Yes. Rose Marble. That is the one thing you made me do. Yeah. Because I was like, I love it so. Um, A Canva Pro team account. Five winners. Yeah. So five winners have one year on us. A Canva Pro, which if you don't know what Canva is, even the free one is way too much awesome stuff. Yeah. So Canva is fantastic if you want to check that out. Then we had the Canvas Lamp. Shopcanvas.co. Yeah. It is a really cool lamp. It's actually with Tanya Clowers. Yes, yeah, she uses. She wa- so if you want to see how it works, go to Tanya Clowers TikTok. on TikTok. Yeah, uh, we did a fifty dollars cookie countess gift card. We did a time mueller. If you don't know what a time mueller is, it's my little time tracking buddy, and we know that time is money. Uh-huh. We did Sweet Pink Olive's new airbrush system that rolled that out neat. in February. That was neat. And then uh, we did a bake diary from the business bakery diary shop. I'm ruining that you one. Are. You I are. I am, but I didn't write it down here. And then we did. Uh, Two two people won a month of the cookie college. Woo-woo. I know, I know. And then we did a couple other things. And then the craziest thing, what I didn't expect, is that yes. other cookie college members gave would donate to other cookie college members. Yeah, so if you've heard of Kimberly, she's a hot mess baker uh, calendar, but she's now launching magnets, so she donated a set of those. And then we have, oh, Siobhan King had these, I didn't realize, croc yeah. charms are actually called gibbets. But she has bakery themed gibbets. Yeah, like and there an was like an icing bag. It was super yeah, it was cute. super cute. And uh, Christina, she came out with these most adorable scribes. They, they had they had little characters at the top. They were adorable. Yeah, and then Dallas from the Sugar yes. Pod, she gave a vanilla grab bag, which she'd sent us uh, for a podcast back uh, last year. It was amazing, and then a bunch of other goodies too. So it was really wildly impressive. It should be wrapping up here around four. 
Yeah, it was so much fun. The it was so much fun, and people were so happy. And Heather did awesome little videos. If you want to see what it looked like, Heather actually posted them all to the Instagram, which is Sugar Reels. Cookie yeah. Marketing underscore. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I blasted them on TikTok. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Probably seen more of my face today than loved, you have loved ever. Every second. One solid three stars. Three stars for seeing your face. Give me two stars. The brightest in the galaxy and the second brightest in the galaxy. True. But you weren't laughing, so. I was a little bit. I decided that instead of just using one of those e-name generators where you kind of like, I thought I'd hand cut them. And I told Heather, I'll come on Thursday and cut it with you. And she's like, no, I'm doing it. Because I needed to record them and post them with cool Hawaiian music. It was it was cringe. It was cringe. That was pretty. But I loved it. Yeah. Loved so it. Uh, 540 names I cut up into tiny little strips. Yeah, of paper. they were so cute. I know there was so much paper. Sorry, I did not find trees. my name in there. Your name's not in there. You're actually not Rude. a member of the Cookie College. Pot- pot- Rude. I tried to. I signed up for a month and then said I was. Okay, you also paid for a month, man. Rude. I needed yeah. you to redeem the test. I'm trying to support your dreams. Okay. <laughs> you are annoying. <laughs> you are the thorn in my flesh. Okay, group stuff. Groups. I'm skipping so, okay. Over. Okay. What are we starting with? I want you to talk about the Susan Reed collab. We have a new collab. And if you are just new and you're just listening to us, every few months we have a collab. What is a collab? It's when a bunch of people come together on Instagram and post about a theme on the same day using the same hashtag. So one time we did one where you recreated your logo into a bake. A lot of people did it on cookies. I think I saw it on cakes a little bit. Um, I think I even saw it on a pie. Yeah, uh, It was fantastic. And we all posted and then we went and gave engagement. It is a mini engagement pod for a day. Collabs are super common on Instagram, so we really like them. And now that we're past uh, Easter, we're getting ready to head towards Mother Day, we thought we'd do a really fun collab. And if you know the Susan Reed scam, it is super common. And I always let the Susan Reed uh, post keep going in the group because it brings awareness that Susan Reed will send an email asking for blue hearts. Okay, let's be clear. Susan Reed is not some grandma trying to find cookies for a 80 to 100 person event. It is a scam that uses scraping emails to add you to a script that sends this one solicitation for an event. Mm-hmm. And it's so accurate because they'll scrape not only your email, but also your, your location. location, your city and state. So it'll say, hey, Corey, I have an event. It's always the same script. I have an event for about 80 to 100 people. I'm looking for a sugar cookie baker to provide uh, how many cookies? They said they don't say how many. They say my budget's 2,500, and I need yeah. to feed 100 people. So, and then it said... This event will be in, and then it will happen to have your city yeah, state, so which sounds like the perfect lead. Yes, because I Are would, you free to take this order? Yeah, and then you'll be like, you'll send her a quote, and she's like, okay, great. I'm going to send you a check by the mail. But what the scam is, you end up getting an actual check. It feels very real. She asked you to go deposit in your bank, and then she needs you, with some of the excess money, to go pay another yeah, vendor. Yeah, she overpays you and says, hey, I'm having an issue paying this vendor. Would you mind forwarding the overage to this vendor? Turns out there is no vendor. There is no Susan. There, there are no bounces. But you've already forwarded the money along. Yeah. So your bank will come back and be like, hey, that check, that $2,500 check bounced, but you paid $500. you are on the hook for that, and you don't get any of the money. Susan Reed disappears into the dark of the night, and you're stuck with your blue heart with Word. white I, uh, outline cookies. Yeah. So we thought it would be a really fun way to, one, I wonder if there's a Susan Reed out there being like, my dreams Someone are coming said, true. there's a Susan Reed in my local group. <laughs> That's so funny. Somebody said, I thought Susan Reed had a heart condition and we were here to support <laughs> it. <laughs> Blue hearts. Yeah. So we want to bring awareness to other bakers um, through this collab. And it's an easy collab because she only wants blue hearts with little white details. Right. Um, so all you have to do to be a part of this collab is make 
It can be a cake. It can be cookies. Anything as long as it's blue hearts. It has to be blue, and it has to be hearts. And if you went to our um, hashtag for it, will be hashtag sure. Sugar Cookie Marketing Collab. And you post it up. All the details are on the Facebook group in the event. It's also pinned at the top. And you can get some great engagement. One, you can also stop Susan Reed and mm-hmm. scam. And one, I feel like that was on number <laughs> two there. Two? Three and five. <laughs> is that it's a great way to really kind of get a bump in engagement because everyone from the sugar cookie marketing group that's participating can go back through and like and engage with your stuff just all the details that you'll need to know to get the most out of this is in that event description so make sure you give that a once over and that's on may 13th and even though um she always wants blue heart cookies you can make any blue heart with any kind of thing. be wildly entertaining. Okay, we have some upcoming events. Buttercream 101 for Cookies with Ashley Gonzalez is actually at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time today in the main group. If you don't know where to find these events, don't worry. I'll pin it at the top for 24 hours. And then otherwise, you can go to the events tab and go to past events and see all those events. Yes. On Thursday, How to Smooth Buttercream on Sugar Cookies uh, with Katie Holtz is coming up. Buttercream people rejoice. Hey. This is your month. I saw the buttercream things going coming up. They're delicious. They looking. would look amazing. They're super cute. You should make some. I would like to eat I, them. I don't know. How to. I would like to. There happens to be some Facebook yeah, live for you to watch. Uh, after that, cake decorating with buttercream flowers. Told you. <laughs> uh, with Sarah Reyes. And then uh, Procreate uh, design sketching with Marja. If you wonder what Procreate and how that integrates good with point, cookies, point. Um, a lot of people use Procreate to drop their designs for their orders. iPad specific. You have to have an iPad True. to use it. So I don't have one, so I never draw up my orders. I um, do have one. I did purchase it. I still don't know how to draw. She, you are pretty good at drawing. Really? You're pretty good. Yeah, way better than I am. Oh, I'm horrendous. <laughs> um, Procreate is good. A lot of uh, cookie cutter makers will use Procreate to make designs um, for their listings on Etsy and places like that. But Procreate is also great to map out your ideas for your orders, which is a great way to add value. Um, I usually just tell customers, trust good luck, trust, trust the process. <laughs> I, I ice better than a drought. <laughs> so that'll be fun. We actually have some more lives to uh, post up. Marity. A dipping. Marity. Uh, you know what? We There was a great live that just passed. It was. Elisa Frost. Yes. Which is an amazing last name. Elisa Frosting. <laughs> she has a brick and mortar store in D.C. We in went Tilly there. Town. We, went, we went, there. went there. And they had a really unique way that they... Uh, positions themselves in their neighborhood and because they live so close to these schools they actually create a place for kids programs and that drives a lot of their big sellers for birthday parties and stuff like that but then there's still this walk-in cafe with espresso machines and stuff like that pretty interesting differentiator if you've ever been curious she's actually teaching a second one about what the cafe. Oh, nice. Like more like hiring Because we got, oh, good. Because a lot of people yeah. had a bunch of questions. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. She was very in-depth about it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was a great walkthrough. So we'll be adding more of those. So a lot of great lives coming up. Very, very excited about it. And Meredith is doing a dipping live. If you are, are unsure what dipping is or if you've never heard about it before, um, a lot of us, when we are making royal icing cookies, will pipe the frosting and the icing onto the top of the cookies. It does take quite a bit of time. With the right consistency and the right technique, you can actually just dip the top of the cookies in the icing. People do it for the marble effect. But if you just needed, like, if someone had an order for a 100-circle cookies that are white, it's fantastic to use it for that way. So that'll be a great live if you're looking to do a little bit more orders, a little bit. Is somebody mowing? No, it's like a truck that's backing up. up. A mowing engine? 
That is wild. Oh, he's like backing up. Yeah. That is wild. It is a mowing machine. So hurry and let's go. (laughs) Okay. Where else do we need to head with this? With this. Um, Um, So we have the collab. We have the lies. I'm trying to talk. (laughs) We have the lies. We have. Do we have any voicemails? Something you can read? I didn't pull them up. Shame on you for shame. Hold on. It's because we were a day late. Dollar short. Yeah, we were a day late. We're all a four stars, man. Hold on. I'm logging. Keep talking. Okay, so... You keep talking. That car keeps revving between yeah, the two of right. you. It's causing me some anxiety. Right? You're in a different breath. Um, what can okay, I talk about? Oh, my, to my son is with his grandmother world. this week, and it's... I've not had this feeling. He only goes a few times each year to somewhere, so I usually am waking up at 6.30 or 6 every day to get him ready for school, so I'm like, what do I do with my hands? Like, there's no lunch to make. There's no oh. person to say, did you brush your teeth, and them to moan at me mm. in sadness oh. uh, because they had not. Oh. No one to clean. I cleaned up his entire room. He's, he's, he's going to be flabbergasted. He's not going did to know what to do. Away? Had you to. donate things? Had to. You bought a bunch of new clothes out. Corey's, we're very short, but Corey's kid's going to be very tall. Oh, my goodness. I, it was okay, so, before people okay, get bored, all right, here all is right, a text. All right. Hi, Jen from San Diego here yet again. Finally getting to the most current podcast, which I love, by the way. Thank you. Finally, somebody out there does. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. On to my question. What do I do if my strategy on Instagram changes? I went from pre-college, following and engaging with other cookies across the country, aka no real strategy, to now, during college, trying to grow my Instagram content for my ideal client. Do I unfollow other cookies? Do I just change my content strategy and optimize the algorithm? Help, sign, confused college student. If you're on the fence about the cookie college, I highly recommend. Aww. Okay, great question. To, to summarize, she is like, I started my cookie account, my Instagram account, and followed cookies, which is a typical thing that most people do. It's fun to get inspiration and stuff like this. But a lot of the times, cookies are not our target clients mm-hmm. for Instagram. So it kind of throws off the algorithm a bit. Also skews your newsfeed as to what you see primarily. Yeah. She's saying, what do I do? Like, I'm knee deep into this. I already done, followed all the cookies, but now I want to switch my strategy. Do you just start right now? and Or do you go back and start over and unfollow and stuff like that? So what would be your thoughts, Twintu? Let me hear your thoughts. I'm going to tell you if I think your thoughts are right. My thought would be to go and trim trim the old account followings and start switching it over to the primary account. Then I'd create a Finsta, a yeah. personal Instagram, and that for those I would follow cookie accounts. I love following cookie accounts because I get a lot of inspiration from there. But yes, it is not – if your target audience isn't lying there, you are working against yourself. Um, they're in the cookie college <laughs> – there's this strategy in the Instagram course if you want to know my true thoughts on how to make work both of them work for you. You can also check in your Instagram if you go to your followers. It will show you least shown in feed. Oftentimes, that's those great people one. that you end talked up about there, it last week, and yes. that's a good one if you don't want to go back there and clean it if up. If you don't want to. But a lot of times, the people that show up under the least shown in feed have abandoned their accounts. So they're not giving you an engagement. You're not giving them because they've not posted. Like people who haven't posted from six months to a year are probably not the best people to have, and they probably don't care if you unfollow you them because they're not there. That's a great hybrid strategy between both of them. I'd say try to get rid of people who kind of probably exited the market and just have their account sitting there. Go back through and see if you can see if they haven't posted in months or yeah. years, probably a great time to unfollow. Now, if somebody does highly engage with you, but they're not your target audience, I'd keep them around. They're engaging. They may not buy from you because they're another cookie, mm-hmm. but that's great engagement. And Instagram back in the day made it very hard to get someone to unfollow you. Now you can yeah. just click remove. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd say hybrid 
hybrid strategy. Yeah. And in the, she said she's in the cookie college, uh-huh. right? In the cookie college, in the Instagram course, I tell you what to look for and how you can marry those two to really give you some engagement while also ending up in the feeds that you want to end up in. And it's a hashtag strategy as well as a follow strategy. So definitely go tune into that course if you have not. Right. Back to the Susan Reed cookie collab and cookie collabs in general, I highly stress to people that this isn't a following collab. It's merely engagement Mm -hmm. for that reason is because, you know, it is fun to follow cookie people. But if they're not in your target, we don't want to necessarily skew your metrics with a cookie collab, which I didn't realize that the the Susan Reed cookie collabs are over 500 people. I know. No, I think about 200 people a show, but that's 200 people who may not be in your target. So we definitely say, hey, don't. Follow. This isn't a following thing, but mm-hmm. you can go and engage. Side note, if you want to follow Sugar Cookie Marketing on Instagram, you can. Uh, I only follow back people who follow, so I don't throw off your metrics because I don't want to, like, step Smart. on your toes if you don't right. want to. But if you want me to follow you back, just follow it, and I'm doing it solely so I don't get banned. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, the algorithm, bots, the world is a wild, wild west. Also, for talking about Instagram, if you would like a little bit of a like every day, probably four times a day, I go through and I engage with people's content who use has hashtag sugar cookie marketing in their hashtag strategy. So if you want to glad that Corey took the Instagram over from me. Because guys, guys, wild, wild west. I was we got it on towards Evergreen Con. (laughs) Let that do the work for me. Okay, so okay, so we have the evergreen content that we covered. We have the collab we covered, the cookie college spring. Bake we covered. I know that's been a blast. Now we have Twinterest. Oh, and that was our text, but I, I can't pull the voicemails okay. because I that's we're, we're, we're live. We're live. True. And Heather's computer had such a time. We, we've we've tried to do this time. podcast four times already. So if it Corey goes up reading today, sad reviews about herself four, four times. times was it definitely something to I'm going to have to get a service up to this. <laughs> so uh, any Twinterest that you have? I know the stupid know car tray has found its resurgence. In, oh, you know what? I, I know. This mm-hmm. isn't a Twinterest. It's mm-hmm. actually sponsored Eddie. But you know what Eddie is releasing? They what? just posted it in the group. Oh, they did? An adapter for the Eddie. So the Eddie okay. is a machine. But the adapter allows you to print on donuts. No way. Yeah, so people are they're like, pretty happy. how can you do that thick? They No. They have the adapter puts that tray real low so a donut can be printed. Oh, on. I think in my mind I can, I can kind of imagine yeah, it. Yeah, they have a video up. They said we're just testing and That's they so assume the price point funny. will come in at 60 bucks. That's not bad. No. Right? Oh, that'd be perfect. I mean, I'm not a – I would go to Krispy Kreme. It looks like they just went to Krispy Kreme. As long <laughs> as it's a white Krispy icing Kreme. donut. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can put oh, whatever you so want to do. Imagine if you could donuts and cookie. Oh, that would be yeah. cute. Yeah. That's pretty dads cute. Dads and donuts. Father's Day is coming up. Just oh, saying. dads and donuts. Just saying. Just, just my marketing mind went there, and I just let it go. Oh, well, let's just do the sponsors while we're here. So okay. Eddie's a sponsor. <laughs> Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. That has FDA approved ink. That's what's fantastic. You know about what they're it. also coming out with? Eddie's got some. Are you wow allowed to say this? Uh, he posted in the okay, group. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, a K cup printing adapter. So, so you K cups, which have to be food safe. You can't just print ink on a K cup. It has to be this food safe ink. But they'll have an adapter so Eddie can print. So now you can do coffees, donuts, and cookies. Coffees, donuts, and dads. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, oh, cast iron is our, a website platform that is really interesting because the way that they make it so easy to show up. So honestly, you could probably have a cast iron website, food website, where you could yeah. take orders and sell product in under 30 minutes. Under 30 probably minutes. Probably even less if Emily sets it up for you. Yeah, and cast iron's willing to help you set it up if you're having any issues. They helped me set it up, so it was a breeze. <laughs> yeah, and they have some really neat features that they say made 
by food people for food people, which is pretty unique when you kind of fight with Square Bunch and you're like, well, I just I can't get the delivery thing perfectly. People can't pick their pickup dates perfectly. True. Next sponsor is Royal Batch Rang Powder from Bakety Bake. She did a fantastic yes. post in the uh, baking yes. group. If you have color bleed is prevalent in whatever meringue powder that you use, no matter what brand. But she was able to make a post that had all the troubleshooting things that you can use with her meringue powder. I almost use her meringue powder exclusively. I'm just finishing up my last stuff, but I use it for any custom order that I have. It's just a lot easier for me to work with. Okay. And um I it honestly I had a ton of color bleed that I have Heather knows the trials and tribulations. Well, I've been a lot of the trials and tribulations. (laughs) It was almost like so disheartening to have color bleed that much that I was like We live in a human environment. And it was so discouraging. So I switched to Royal Batch, took her tips and tricks and it's it it's been amazing for me. So if you aren't in the baking group, definitely go in there. And she says, hey, if if your meringue powder, she's like, this goes for anything. If your cookies are crusting over too fast, especially as the seasons are changing, put in less meringue powder. So if you're doing two pounds of powdered sugar and you typically do a third a cup of meringue powder, drop it down to three tablespoons. Mm. Um, one, save money. Two, it crusts over slower but it still dries just the same and it her meringue powder comes with vanilla already in it corn syrup and white icing so that's three other things you're saving money on you can use the code twins to save 10 percent at checkout mm, very nice yes yes my twin trust oh you have one i'm just it's one that i've known but yeah, i know that some people have issues when painting with gold but i painted with gold yesterday is that luster dust it's no. a type. You can use Luster Dust. I use the TMP Gold. Is um, Luster Dust a brand? No, a lot of people sell different types of Luster oh, Dust. Okay. So, like, if you see the little cheeks on the chicks yes. I did, those that's a Luster Dust. Ah. But some people paint with Luster Dust, so you can ah. if you want to. I use TMP Gold. It's a true, very pretty gold that they sell. Um, but a lot of people are like, "Hey, the gold went on. It's eating my icing," is what they'll what they'll say, and it will create these like almost like little tiny craters. And it's because you've used too much of the liquid. So I use uh, vodka because it evaporates. I knew but there's you something can use... <laughs> issue with you. Hey, when days get hard, I just go straight to the vodka. I just use the vodka. It's called the luster yeah. dust. You can use like lemon extract is what people use. And then this newest thing that came to market is it's not alcohol. It's not lemon extract, but you can buy it from a few vendors. I can't remember the name of it, um, but you can mix that. What you wanted to do when you want to make a very usable uh, gold to paint with is you want to almost get the look of a slushy almost you know like when you're walking out and it's just snowed and now it's all melting and you I step in we were that talking about surfies but okay yeah but it looks mostly like what you're stepping in the sludge outside uh, when it snows uh. that's the look you're going for and when you get that kind of sludge and it takes a little bit of mixing you've gotten the right consistency that'll make it easy to paint with you won't be getting um that separation where it kind of runs off the details and kind of ruins the look you were going for so go for that sludgy slurpy look when you're mixing your um golds and it'll be very easy to work with and to interest is cringe it always is. But, okay, listen, listen, l- listen, Linda, listen. I kind of like, I'm like this person who doesn't ever want to get stuck on the side of the road. I don't know why. Uh, the only time I have, That's funny to me up. because I've picked you yeah, up Yeah, Corey's my Uber. She's also expensive. I give you a $50 gift card you to did. the Outback. Hey, we still need to use that. And it was <gasps> to the Longhorn. You haven't gone? It was the Longhorn. And you're like, sorry, oh, I went yeah. to the wrong one because I said that's a 40-minute drive. I'm driving there. Okay, let's go. Okay, I have um, it. 
So I have this, and I bring it on any car trip. Actually, I always have it in my car, but it is a jump start. You do. But it's a battery. Is that the so thing you don't that need other always people? in your trunk uh, flailing? No, that's a tire compressor. I do not want to be stuck anywhere. <laughs> but this jump start is really this, just larger than my cell phone, and then I can get two jump starts out of it. Before so it if needs to be thrown away? No, recharge it. Oh, recharge. Also, if you don't need a jump start, but you need a battery pack, and can charge your phone. It also has a flashlight nice. in it. Nice. Guys, um, I used to sell cars, and the last thing you want is to go into the dealership and be like, yeah, the car I'm selling you, it's dead. Right. Because so then we got to bring a car out. These little things, granted, if you have, like, a high-performance vehicle, I don't think this is going to cut it. But if you have, like, a sedan, uh, you might need a little bit larger if you have an SUV that has a little bit more. Berry? That's going to do perfectly for your blueberry. It's high performance. <laughs> Low performance for They're like, just fine. <laughs> like, you have five jumps out of it. But this little gym start, you have these two kind of, you know, negative positive ends, and you just put them on your battery, and then you go start your car. And I got to say, I've used it uh, probably five different times over the course of my ownership of this vehicle. Yeah. Always comes in clutch. Remember when your motorcycle died and we spent 5,000 hours sweating outside because we were embarrassed? When I Oh, yeah, I got yeah. very sweaty. Yes. But it also died on the side of the interstate. I rescued you In there. rush hour. Yep. Yep. I was there for that. I I was the, I was bribed to get over there. And I got over there right when the hour. police pulled up. Yeah, a state trooper pulls up. I look like, one, the tow truck had already shown up Heather an hour looked, before. Can I say what I saw on the side road? Heather looks like she's from this motorcycle magazine. She's staying out, sitting ambassador. on the side of the road with her, like, helmet, like, Coolly to her side. Oh, and I helmet. I thought it was super fun. It has these like weatherproof cat ears on it. Yeah, Heather was just. But I'm sitting on the side of the road. A tow truck, a one man tow truck. He had a, a motorcycle adapter to yeah, his tow truck. It took my bike away. Don't know if he and was going to. Heather was just on the side of the road by herself. It looked really weird. But on the side of a six lane highway. Of the Interstate 495 in front of the Capitol One building, of which there are two. So the uh, insurance agent didn't know where to send the tow truck. Yeah. Anyways. State trooper pulls, and I'm like, dude, right behind you is a duplicate of me. Anyway, I got to go. He's like, okay, okay. So where'd the bike? It's, it's gone. <laughs> Much like my wallet. About to <laughs> yeah. So that's my thing. I really like it. I got it on Amazon. I don't think there's any specificity as to which one is better. I assume probably more of a name brand one, but my knockoff works really great. Cost me about 46 bucks. Okay. Bought it for my motorcycle. Don't have the motorcycle anymore, but it works great on my car. Yes. Okay, my call to action, since we're wrapping this bad boy up, if you enjoyed this podcast, would, you mind, go, <laughs> no, would you mind go rating us on Apple Podcast? It really helps us trend. It helps your fellow bakers to find this podcast so they can start charging their worth. Um, and we really appreciate it. You can actually rate us on Spotify, but there's no words, thank God. Um, and you can just do a five-star rating with no words. Oh, yeah, I don't even know how to get to the Spotify rating. It, if you go to the podcast itself, you can find it there. Did you, you rate yourself a five-star? A thousand percent. When I went to go do it again, I was like, would you like to change your five-star? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank okay, you, guys. Thank we appreciate you. each and every one of us. Sorry that we're so late this week. I'm going to blame the twin trip. Twin trip. We didn't even twin talk trip. about any of twin the twin trip. trip. Heather found a dollar. I found a dollar, but it was also in the middle of like what a had monster. to be a hurricane. <laughs> it was still the best dollar I've ever brought. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs>